Hey guys, welcome to the Fellowship Greenville Students Podcast. This week, Dallas Greenaway continued our 10 Practices series, where we will be talking about 10 daily and weekly practices that can define our faith and bring growth in our life. Dallas talks about building relationships this week, looking at Genesis 1, verses 26 through 27, and how we are made in God's image, which means we are made to be in community with one another. We challenge you to create a practice of reaching out to three people every day. Could be the same people, could be different, but we want you to invest in the lives of others during this time. We hope you enjoy this message. What's up again, middle schoolers? I hope that you guys are enjoying this as much as I am. I know that we are not able to be together physically, but even virtually just getting to sing, thinking about all of you uh, singing in your in your living rooms or wherever you're at. Uh, I'm still glad that we can gather together virtually. Uh, Today, we are indeed starting our 10 practices. Two weeks ago, Matt introduced the series. So if you want to go back two weeks and watch his message, um, he introduced our 10 practices. You can also find them on our Instagram or down in the description below. There are the 10 practices listed out along with a little description of each one. Uh, So we're going to start talking about that today. And the first one we're going to talk about is relationships or building relationships. So kind of have that in your mind. Um, but before we get there, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to come clean with you. I'm going to confess maybe something that I have confessed, um, in a sermon before, or maybe when we were talking about it, uh, just one-on-one or something. But when I was in middle school and like elementary school, middle school, I believed that I could become a super Saiyan. Now, if you don't know what a Super Saiyan is, there's a show that's called Dragon Ball Z. It was on then and still in some weird way is continuing now. And in Dragon Ball Z, these guys would get so strong and powerful and reach levels uh, of insane strength that they would, t- like their hair would turn yellow, muscles would start bulging all over their bodies, and they would they would like go into this crazy strength mode called Super Saiyan, right? They would go Super Saiyan. There was like Super Saiyan 1, 2, 3, 4, like so, so high, all the way up to like Super Saiyan 14 or something ridiculous like that. If you don't know what it is, I've got a picture on the screen for you. So now you can get that image in your mind. And I believed that I could go Super Saiyan, but I knew that there were things I needed to do to get there. I knew that there were things, I ne- ways I needed to train, practices I needed to implement into my life. And so two of them, I'm just going to share them with you right now. You can take them uh, and implement them into your own life or not. Uh, The first one was push-ups, right? I would try to do insane amounts of push-ups in my bedroom, just me by myself. I didn't want people to know what I was training for. And so I would do like 20 push-ups. I know, incredible, right? Uh, So I I thought that that was going to build strength and eventually make me super sane. (laughs) Yes, this is as silly and ridiculous as it sounds. The second thing that I would do was every time, I kid you not, every time for like a period of months, I would turn, when I would get out of the shower, I would turn off the hot water and only do cold and the coldest of the cold water and try to be in it for as many seconds as I could stand it, right? And I I really believed that in some way these these things were going to make me like stronger than ever before, stronger than anybody else on earth, and maybe I guess make me a super saiyan. Now that was weird, but it was in like my little mind. It was Those were some of the like desires of my my mind and maybe of my heart at that point, right? And maybe you can't really relate to the Super Saiyan thing, uh, and and maybe you kind of have no idea like why I'm talking about this. But but here's why: we all we don't necessarily have desires to be Super Saiyans, but we all have desires within us. Things like uh, to, to be known and and loved by God, to be fully known and fully loved by other people. 
We all have desires for true rest for our soul. We all have desires for peace, especially maybe for you in these anxious times. We need, we need peace that surpasses all understanding. We all have desires deep within us that only God can satisfy. And thankfully, he hasn't just said like, uh, you know, hey, boom, magically, all your, all your uh, desires are satisfied. All those deepest needs are full. But he's actually called us to like live in a certain way, to, to walk a certain path with him. And that as we walk and as we live life with God, that he will satisfy our needs, that he will satisfy the deepest desires of our soul. And so much like I was trying to implement these certain things in order to get stronger physically and become a a super Sam, uh, I believe, we believe that, that God has called us to walk in certain ways or walk in certain practices in order to be, be satisfied by him. So over the next 10 weeks, we're going to be unpacking these practices that we have, uh, that we have really prayed through, thought through, talked through uh, as a team, as individuals, and really feel like God is calling our FGS community, both middle and high school, to step in specifically during these quarantine times. And what we believe is that on the other end, that these practices will actually bring growth and flourishing in our lives, in our faith, in our relationships, in in everything. So today we're going to start by talking about building relationships, right? This is the first practice. And this isn't just something, again, remember, we, we've prayed through it, we talked about it, but it's not just something that, man, magically came to our heads. We thought that sounded really good, but it's, it's something that we see in the scriptures. And in fact, we see it at the very beginning in Genesis, right? So in Genesis 1, chapter 26, it gets to day six when God creates man. And it says in verse 26, Then God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let him have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the heavens, and over the livestock of all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him male and female. Now, a couple of things I want to point out. Even uh, before God actually makes us, as as he's talking about it, or as the scriptures are talking about it, It says, God said, let us make man in our image. And what I want you to catch there is the the communal or relational language. Us and our, that's that's plural, right? So God within himself, I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but there's Father, Son, and Spirit, three persons of God that make up the, the one God that we worship, right? And there was community, there was relationship, perfect community, perfect relationship, perfect harmony within God himself. He is a communal God. He is a relational God. And so even before we were created, before humans were created, community was a thing. And it was a huge part of God and and all of who he is, right? And then he makes man in his image, male and female. And by imprinting his image on us, part of what that means is that we too are now communal, relational beings. That we have this deep desire, whether you realize it or not, whether you would admit it or not, whether you've thought about it or not, we have this desire in us for community and for relationship as well. So in the very beginning, Adam and Eve get to walk in relationship and and perfect community with each other, but they also get to do it with God. Genesis talks about how they got to walk with God in the garden. That's a pretty incredible thought. But then if you read the next few chapters of Genesis, you know that 
The enemy came in the form of serpent, tempted Adam and Eve to disobey God. And when they did, when they took a bite of the fruit, that relationship was fractured, was broken. Both the relationship that they had with God and the relationship that they had with each other. Thankfully for us, though, it's, it's really what we just celebrated last week with Easter. Because of Jesus now, because of, of, of Christ, because of his life, death, his resurrection, we now can have again harmony, community, relationship to the full with God and with each other. And one of the, one of the biggest lies of the enemy, though, is that, that, hey, what happened in the garden when I broke everything up, that that's still how it is. That, that you can't have good relationship with other people, that you can't have right relationship with God. Especially during right now, maybe he wants to make you believe that you are isolated. That, hey, you're the only one who's going through this, that nobody cares about you, that's why nobody's reached out to you. But we truly believe that we're called to step into this life, these, these practices, this way of living, where we go after building relationships, even still, even virtually, even though we can't physically be together, that we go after building relationships with each other. So if it's a text or a FaceTime or maybe even a good old-fashioned phone call, here's what we're challenging you guys and ourselves to do. In order to live into the way that was, was there from the beginning, in the garden, communal way, relationship way, to live into the way that Jesus, Jesus made, made a path for, to be in right relationship with God and right relationship with, with each other. Here's what we're challenging you to do, is that every day that you and us, that we together would reach out to three people. Could be a family member, could be a friend, could be uh, whoever comes to your mind, right? That you connect with them, real connection. That you would not just simply talk about the weather, but really ask how they're doing. Ask, hey, what's God teaching you during this time? We believe that even though we are physically disconnected, we cannot physically be together, most of us that God is still calling us to be together in heart and spirit, maybe through the use of technology, right? So go ahead, in a minute, you're gonna be challenged to write down three people that you're going to reach out to every single day for this week and maybe even for the rest of the quarantine. Be thinking about who those people are. Let's pray. God, thank you for not calling us to do life alone. Thank you for Jesus who modeled this with his disciples and with the people that he interacted with. Thank you for the perfect harmony we see with you and with each other in the garden. God, I pray that you, you, would, that you would help us go after that even now, even when we're more isolated than ever before, that through th- this time you might make us more united than ever before. We love you, Lord. Put three people on our hearts and minds that we can reach out to. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.